Well, welcome to the latest episode of the Art of NBC podcast. Today is very special. We have two guests, and they are some NBC entrepreneurs and adventurers pushing the limits on what's possible. It's uh, very exciting and very interesting. And um, why don't you introduce yourselves? Let's start with uh, Benson. Hi, I've been um, practicing nonviolent communication since 2020. And then I have, um, yeah, I, I, first, I was first introduced to it when my communication coach at the time helped me to collect some arrears, some rent uh, that wasn't paid from a tenant. And yeah, I was so surprised that with just some powerful languaging, I could uh, I could collect my arrears as well as build connection with my tenant. And then I was then hooked. And then I have joined, since joined hundreds of hours of NBC training and and helping other people and mediation and coaching and and teaching the foundation course, co-teaching the foundation course and many, many things. Awesome. And then, yeah, thank you. And I've really enjoyed the Art of NVC podcast. Uh, it's one of my favorite, it was one of my favorite podcasts uh, a year or so ago when it was very active and I look forward to more episodes coming soon. And my latest um, ambition, mission, calling is to teach NVC as scale and to empower people around the world to NVC at scale. And I was looking to do a PhD combining NVC and artificial intelligence. And then I found Ansu at uh, Queen Mary University. So I think this can be a, a nice segue. All right. And? Um so I'm an I'm associate professor at Queen Mary University of London, and my research combines uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence with uh, behavior change and motivational psychology and, uh, and well-being psychology. And so that was my background. And then about uh, four years ago, a friend of mine introduced me to nonviolent communication, a um, psychologist therapy therapist friend. And I was just so struck by how beautiful the framework was, how elegant the teaching of Marshall Rosenberg is, and how essential is this just ch simply by changing the language that we choose to use, we're reframing our entire attitudes to being something so much more generous and um, in contact with what's important and essential in these human relationships and also in ourselves. And I was just so inspired by how beautiful it was. And it's always been one of my main aims is to use technology and my computational background to scale these, this understanding of self and others and to encourage people to practice uh, you know, a more uh, enlivened and compassionate way of relating to each other. And so when I came across nonviolent communication, I was like, this is perfect because it's taught so clearly and there are so many just very simple, clear steps to it. It's just something really perfect for a um, artificial intelligence that it can assist us. I mean, I'm not someone who thinks of AI as really anything that would replace humans at all, but I do think it's a great enabler to allow us to be more human, you know, to allow us to, uh, you know, help with our faulty memories, help with our, you know, faulty uh, ability to access things in the right moment and just really help us practice. It's really an opportunity to give everyone the 
real-time feedback that we often need or real-time support in a way that we need to learn a whole new way of communicating and, a, and to find that uh, useful and generous frame and the values-based frame to, in difficult situations. I think it's very hard in the heat of the moment to find that uh, space and to have something that can help us and uh, help nudge us um, towards that is is what I was always envisioning wanting to be able to do like looking at different ways to create like coaches and automatic coaches to help support people and yeah so when I found NBC it was like it just seemed like the perfect thing I was like oh I, I know how to build this it's perfect so you're doing the programming uh, for this or I did yeah yeah so to, to up to up to now yeah it has been my from my research lab and I did most of the programming <laughs> yeah wow um so I've been playing around with it. So, so okay. So, so let's explain to the audience what what how is it in the how does it work? The yeah, so it takes in text. It takes in text by typing. Um, you can use your voice dictation, but it takes in text, and I'll analyze the language and notice anything that um, could be phrased more uh, effectively. So specifically, it catches. Um, things that are not objective, so things that are not observations, if you're making judgments, if you're using subjective ne negative language on um, people or people's actions, if you're assessing causality to anything that's negative and subjective, it's alerting you to that. So I'm uh, directing this toward the workplace context. In the workplace context, I think they do need to be able to say certain things are negative because, you know, you can have a project and it goes wrong. And so in some ways, the strictness of NBC that's applied to mediation and conflict resolution situations needs to be adjusted depending on if you're talking about a project going wrong versus you know a person being wrong so right so so I actually have it detect whether it's a person a person's actions or a actually like a objective thing that's being described mm -hmm. I also uh, you know it notices whether you're talking about emotions and whether the emotions are being linked to universal values. And if you only talk about emotions, it gives you a nudge saying like, it's more effective if you link your emotional response to the underlying values. Um, so it also gives you, um, there are things, there are there is AI out there. I mean, there's so much AI out there, but that, uh, but especially mostly they, they capture the overall tone of your email. So if you use like Grammarly or Watson, they'll tell you how friendly you're being or if you seem angry and, and things like this. But the purpose of what I built was that it actually gives very psychologically targeted uh, feedback so that you're actually learning in a human psychological way to understand um, what could be more helpful in your language. Beautiful. And so, so what's the, how long have you been working specifically on the NBC aspects of it? It's been NBC from the start. So oh, okay. uh, almost, almost four years, three and a half to four years, basically. <laughs> I've been like slowly building this yeah okay and and now what stage is it in right now so uh it's in we've done some pilots um i've had some initial uh company pilots and we're basically looking to roll it out more widely which is why we're getting benson on board and hopefully one more co-founder on board and um yeah to take it more commercially because commercialization isn't my strength <laughs> i don't really love sales and you can't do everything no. <laughs> yeah i actually watched a lot of videos every time i hope that i can do sales and marketing and every time it comes to it i just like uh it's not my thing so okay so and and what's and where do you see it's it's use like is it for are you trying to market two companies or do you want people to use it or both or or do you have different versions for different people or different situations 
it's we don't have different versions at the moment, but we definitely um, the end point is to have it used in companies. However, uh, absolutely having individual users and use user feedback is essential, especially at this stage. It's very common for um, you know uh, even B two B business to business products start with getting consumer feedback and just understanding exactly the context that individual people find it useful. So individual feedback for anyone out there who might be interested in trying it would be really, really appreciated. And any thoughts on, you know, where in your life, I mean, we're directing it toward work, but even, even if more generally you had thought, people had thoughts on where they could find it useful. Okay. And like how, how, how where do you see it going like is it so right now it's it tells you when you're off is it gonna is it in the future it'll give you alternatives or yeah yeah so i i think um definitely I, I haven't structured the way i've built it is that it's it's very easy to expand it or it's readily expanded so that it will give you alternatives which you can then okay. nuance and phrase for your individual situation i think that's what people want people don't want of course just to do exactly what, you know, they don't want to take verbatim what's said. But then when I give workshops, like all people are doing is like screenshotting my examples, as you probably well know, when you give your training, that people really are like writing down, like, oh, I really want that phrase, you know. So I do see that as, as a, you know, an, a valuable thing that, that the next, next versions will be. And, and what's the difference between AI and just like it being a database that just recognizes, oh, you're saying this and this, how is that different than, than AI? Yeah, so a database is is uh, a perfectly valid, like simple basis for an AI. So I guess when you say database, what I imagine is it looks up something and it like matches it to the closest cluster of you know possible responses, and then it it outputs something, mm -hmm. right? And so an AI literally is something that takes it something, does some computational processing to match it to the closest suitable like range of outputs, and so in that input and then doing some computational to find the, 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 the space, if you'd like, of responses that's most relevant and then outputting it, it's, it's a, it is like a more sophisticated version of this like database response that you, that you talk about. Mm -hmm. It's just able to capture a lot more nuances because you know, language is complicated mm -hmm. and there's lots of different you know, ways things are said. And so it's just, a, it's, it's just a structure that adapts flexibly to the complexity of, of our language. Okay, so it's like, a, it's just more powerful and more nuanced, and it can adapt to more different. Yeah, because I can imagine, like people are writing things all kinds of different ways. Sometimes it's like not even correct grammar, but it'll still be able to kind of suss out what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. And this is a, I mean, these are lots of like, kind of, uh, it, like big problems in natural language is like, how do you know, there's even a very simple sentence, it's like the dog that ran over the, the cat was hungry, you know, I don't know, that's not a great example, but there are lots and lots of sentences where it's very unclear what's referring to what, mm -hmm. and you only know because of how people tend to use it and how patterns are tend to use it. Right. And so lately, I mean, maybe uh, many people in the audience will have known about GPT chat and all the big AI models that have come out most recently that, uh, you know, have very, very astonishing levels <laughs> of like human, like language understanding power. And so the idea is to build upon the frameworks that um, I've already created, but then leverage these new technologies that really allow us to understand language even more flexibly and, uh, you know, and, and able to understand, uh, able to learn new language patterns more easily. 
and uh, and to use this framework on top of while leveraging those models as well, so to integrate those. Wow! And so Benson, you're gonna you're looking to be involved in this as well. Uh, yes, I'm. Um, I've been working as in technology in in the financial sector for the last fourteen years. So I've kind of uh, quite a lot of technology background, um, and so yeah, I would. But then now my biggest passion for the last few years is NVC, and I want to integrate those two. And then so I want to work in work with Anne to enable this uh, these two to be available to the masses, and also. Um, I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss and other entrepreneurs I offer. So I, it's now a wonderful opportunity to, to combine my interest in technology, mathematics, linguistics. That's why I've done some formal training at university as well. And now nonviolent communication. I think this is a perfect uh, um, marriage, but marriage of like five things. Yeah, some kind of <laughs> perfect sounds like it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds like you're uniquely five 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 interests some kind of yeah uh, um wonderful marriage i think i'll edit this out <laughs> what i'm talking about <laughs> excuse me um yeah that's awesome so I'm, I'm curious too about your so can you tell us the story of when you first used it like what did you say to your tenant what was that situation how did that go down your uh, the first time you used nvc on your tenant and you collected your arrears yeah, just um, I don't remember the exact text and the language and the language and being because it was in French as well. So there was various level of translation and the essence was to um, was to avoid any judgmental language at all costs of avoiding should and the equivalent in French um, um, and then just to really understand the what was behind the late payment and the arrears. Mm. And then after that, um, after many role plays with my uh, coach at the time, and then to role play how to have the conversation with him. And then, yeah, after various conversation with the tenant at the, at, at the time, then yeah, we kind of arrived at a slow repayment and then it was paid off at the end. So I was very glad about that. Amazing. Perfect. So yeah, NVC for debt collection is quite niche, but <laughs> maybe it's a new one. <laughs> it's niche. And then, and then, uh, Anne, how did you first come across NVC? Someone showed it to you, or did you have a situation? Yeah, a psychologist friend told me about nine uh, nonviolent communication and, and gave me the book. Because you were already into behavior modif. Uh, yeah, I was in behavior change and psychology. I've been doing psych. I was neuros neuroscience and physics was my PhD, so I was doing cognitive science, neuroscience, behavior change. So always into psychology research. Yeah. Okay, and then you saw that and it really resonated, and then you did the deep dive into it. Yeah, yeah, because I've been looking into how AI can be used to help with psychology and, and our personal psychology. So, you know, there's there's theoretical psychology and there's just everyday life, what what improves life and helps us be the best, you know, our best self. And and uh, I tried, I had even done a startup on a behavior change startup where we were doing personalized recommendations for behavior change. I'd done lots of proposals for work where like, you know, 
you remember your best like self in the past and then you use those memories that'll the AI will remind you those memories all these things I had so many projects and ideas of how AI can be used to uh yeah to 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 help us nudge us towards making you know values-based choices and and values-based actions so I was looking for it for a long time the ability to combine AI with uh, just a yeah behavior change and better living and yeah, so when I found NVC, it was just like, oh, this is the thing. This is finally the thing that will go together perfectly. Amazing. And now, do you find yourself using it uh, much or is it kind of you? you just, I, personally, I have noticed I use it a little bit, but a lot of times I just don't say judgments. Like uh, judgments have kind of like gone out of my vocabulary. That, that avoids a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, I know. It goes so long way. It goes such a long way. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So true. So true. You know, I use it a lot when helping my friends and also doing coaching. It's uh yeah. it's just, you know, helping them frame what they their aspirations and helping people feel heard. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so so it's kind of there in the background, you know, kind of underlying lots of things. Um I don't I'm very lucky I don't have a lot of conflict in my life, fortunately. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's it, and also got I also got mediation trained, so I'm like a you know, workplace mediator. Um, but I just even from all that training, they did mention Marshall Rosenberg and, and NBC in the training. NBC is just so clean. It's so Isn't you know it? I've yes. read, yeah, I've read all the workplace you know all the workplace books and com- communication books and conversation books, and and they're good. You know, I'm not talking down on those books, but I just feel like uh, Marshall Bur- Rosenberg's book and the teachings are just so clear and essential and just capture it all you know it's just in such a simple elegant framework yeah to me I love it too they're so yeah they're so simple and clear and profound that it's like spiritual but it's not like spiritual with this dogma it's just like these are just principles that are so foundational to human interaction without any real extra yes yes you know what you know I was so moved to build this because I just thought it was so beautiful I was really, and that's just something that I really, uh, it's really important to me, like how beautiful something is. And I just, when I read NBC, I was just so moved. I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to pay tribute to this man's work because it's so beautiful. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, when I first heard it, I was so stunned that, and I needed, I, I was like, I want this skill set, you know, yes. so bad because I needed it. And... Yes. yes. How long did it take you to get um, quite, used to it and fluent without to use it without thinking about it well i mean i that i I still think if i'm triggered right it's still hard uh Mm, yes i would say that it it took me like a a couple months to understand it right Mm -hmm. with when i'm not interacting but it it took me like to understand it to where i was teaching my family and friends because Mm -hmm. i understood the principles yeah but then it was like a couple years for me to to really be able to implement it skillfully when I needed because I would just yeah. forget I would get triggered I'll forget all about NVC go in my old patterns and then later I'll be like I didn't even think about NVC and the whole argument you know it's like how's that possible um but now you know I I really that's why I started teaching it more and, and doing the practice groups because I wanted it to stay present in me and that's yeah. really helped me to to just like now if I get triggered I kind of automatically remember NBC and I just switch into like, okay, yeah, be very careful with your words. And and it's a feeling too. That that's what yeah, that's what I realize it's a feeling 
and uh, the feeling that I avoid now is that feeling of like aggression pointing towards somebody. And yeah. Instead of that, it's always just like the feeling now is just like awareness and and being very specific with what I want and how to phrase things, but still also being like really, really authentic. So just that feeling of it's no, it's me. It's not you, it's me. However, this is what I would prefer. And it really does go so far. But yeah, it took me a while to be able to do that while triggered. <laughs> Absolutely. The while triggered is like everything that just makes <laughs> yeah. like a hundred percent difference. It's a whole nother thing to do it while triggered, you know, completely. Yeah. And uh and yeah, what you said is just the thing about NVC is it gives you, gives us a framework for approaching it from the inside. You know, it's not just words from the outside. Like sometimes people say, well, is it just words? You know, when I do a training workshop. People say, doesn't it, isn't just things beyond words matter and, you know, nonverbal matters. And yes, of course mm -hmm. those things matter, but this framework allows you to, I think, allows us to access that, you know, self um, frame where it's, we're coming from what care and what's important and what's essential and moving away from blame and judgment so that we do have the frame inside that's you know generous and compassionate and that will and I always say it's teaching us to speak not just with empathy but in a way that will invite others to be empathic to us so that invites compassion not just giving compassion right because it needs two ways it's it's like you want people to see that you know you have things that are important that you're trying to go after not that you're just you know, attacking and being, you know, whatever, whatever it is in that situation. Yeah, I, so, I find I find that in my students, a lot of times they, when they've learned, if they've, if, they've, if they've practiced and they've learned, they sometimes will fall into that role or thinking they have to of just giving empathy to the other person. But mm -hmm. that's not, that's not, there's some, there, there's an, that's, that's not how it needs to be. So no, no, yeah, no. Definitely do that in the beginning if they're triggered. Yes. But yeah. you don't, you know, if you do proper NVC, then it'll still always be coming back to you because you're still having requests and you're still yes. bringing up how you feel. But if you're constantly you're just placating, it may you may think you're doing NVC, but you're not. And I think that's no. one of the missteps that happen. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I've taught it in the context of assertiveness workshops. I mean, it's absolutely like very, you know, synonymous with being assertive in the you're not being a pushover. You're not like pushing over others. Yeah. You're being you know, confidently assertive. Yeah, it, and which it, which it which means that. specific. That's what I, that's what I've also yes. noticed too. People yes. really, we we, it's funny. It's so we're so humans are so like it's it's so fascinating how we do like the exact opposite of what we to get the results we want. <laughs> I know. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Like Marsha Rosenberg says, the tragic was it the tragic cry for an unmet need or tragic yeah. expression, right? He says tragic yeah. expression. Oh, I know it is. We just do the opposite thing to get what we want. It's so sad all the time, yeah. all over the place. Like, yeah. Like when, when it's, when you're having a, a challenging, like, like when someone's really doing NVC and they're really trying, I'll notice they, they don't want to be specific in their request, but like, that's the only thing that works. And, and the reason why we don't want to be specific a lot of times is because it's like being assertive. It's kind of drawing a line. So now yeah. you can get rejected. If you're, if you're vague, we, like we, we kind of know yeah, that you, know, you can like kind of agree. Mind. Oh, sure. Yeah, yes. yeah. Kind of, I don't know what that is, but neither do you. So yeah, yeah. you know, but if you're like specific, now they can say no. And it's a little scary, yeah. but like, that's the only way it gets done. And it's, yeah. it's just interesting that that's like the block a lot of times is this specificity. I've noticed too, like, especially when you're doing emergency empathy with mm -hmm. like a teen, right? A teen's are really yes. hard. You're like, what's wrong? Like, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, 
are you upset because of the 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 basketball game you were at yesterday when you you lost the game and you didn't hit the winning shot you know like and that might not be it but since you were so specific it's like you get specific feedback as opposed to like are you upset because something happened at school like then you're not going to get specific feedback you know Mm, so when you're this is when you're actually trying to even figure out what's happening your your guesses are specific because marshall does he talk about specific guesses he talks about guessing the feelings and needs but the requests right yeah requests and but it sounds like you've actually even like expanded that very usefully i think to not just request being specific but the guesses of what's going on inside yeah, to emergency empathy exactly yeah 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 interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah interesting because then it just actually gives them an example to think is it that specific thing no but now they're thinking very specifically about what exactly. could be the hypothesis Yes, yeah. you've started specificity and they respond in specificity. And yeah, it's really like, yeah, it's really helpful. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's the thing. I do think it's so important to be specific and clear about these invisible experiences we have. You know, psychology is so, uh, I don't know, people, we skate over it. We can ignore it. We can, uh, you know, even just not even be aware of it and actually putting very specific words. And there's so much science behind research behind this too, using the specific words really clarifies and helps us move on from the current place we might be stuck at. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's an important portal for processing situations and, and learning from them and growing from them. Yeah. 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 Pretty amazing. That's, great. that's, that's, I can, so I can imagine. So th- what, what, what level would you say the, the, the diplomacy dojo is at? Is it beta or is it like ready to go do you do you have like a whole roadmap of all these different places that it can go or like where, what stage is it in, in as far yeah, as I mean so it's it's totally usable I use it in the context of training so my original uh idea for it was just to use it uh to help people continue training because you can't learn something like this from a one-off session as you well know you know yeah. like I give workshops and immediately afterwards people are like oh that person was so aggressive and they're this and they're judging everyone all over the place when they're doing their session afterwards after after you know the training and so the idea is to just help them continue learning over time which is that whole thing like you know you need some few weeks a few days you need to sleep you need to get feedback in a live situation you need to have a difficult conversation come up where you're actually using it to prep for the conversation and you have this like integration over real life and to have it embed that learning so it's 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 a it's ready to use for that and um, and simultaneously, there's like a very big roadmap, roadmap for all the additional things that that we can build. Yeah, I can imagine like <laughs> a couple who wants to start using NVC and they know they're about to have an intense situation. So they just push record, record the whole thing. Then they mm. send it off to your thing and then it, and, and then they analyze the whole conversation and they can look back on it. You know, maybe not in the yeah. real time, but they can look back and be like, oh, I did. Oh, you know. <laughs> I think they could. They probably could. I mean, I don't know. It's not it, in theory. I think it would yeah. actually work. Yeah, like, yeah, a little bit of like a little of judgment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just be a long scroll on the website. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really long scroll. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That could be. So, I guess that'd be very helpful. You know, like a like a necessary stage in the growth, especially when you have a couple. Like if they mm-hmm. if they both are in, in you know, yeah, intent yeah. on doing it. Well, yeah. just add to that, I think it's the technology is already there. Um, it can actually give real-time feedback as uh, 
as an NVC mediator. So the the the, the voice recognition is um, wonderful enough and the CPU mm -hmm. power is good enough. So if a couple um, is arguing for like 10 minutes and then pauses and press the button and, and as it analyze everything, mm -hmm. it can potentially match the guess the feelings and needs fairly accurately, very accurately using- Oh, um, you say go even farther. I was thinking of analyzing the conversation, but you say it could start doing emergency empathy. <laughs> Exactly. It can be emergency empathy. It can wow. be a mediator because it can guess the feelings and needs. And one, the, the way AI is going, it will eventually be more wonderful than Marshall because Marshall's work has been expanded upon in the last decade, many, many years. So we can combine the latest um, science findings and all the other great teachers of nonviolence communication. Wow. And we can... Yeah, how wonderful it is if instead of like an Amazon Echo, that can give you emergency empathy. How cool is that? I guess that's where it's going to go, right? I mean, that's as humans and, and technology, it's like it goes where we want it to go. Yeah. And that's where that's where we I would want it. Just like, yeah, this is basically, a, a, you know, a, a counselor, an AI counselor ready to do emergency empathy, ready to tell you when you're being judged. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to clarify, the current version doesn't give the emergency empathy, but absolutely, I think the technology is is well there for it to be able to, yeah. Yeah, it really could, huh? That's that will be so. That will be, I think, uh, a, a quantum leap breakthrough for psychology and humans because emergency empathy to me is the most powerful part of it. Like the NVC is amazing for being clear and salt and, and finding solutions, but the problem is when we're triggered and we can't even hear any of this NVC or any logic. That doesn't even matter. You can be the perfect NVC. If I'm triggered or the other person's triggered, it doesn't matter. None of that works. So, and then emergency empathy just makes you feel heard and understood and you get calmed down. And now we can, be, you know, now it's like, now we can be human again. Cause when we're triggered, it's kind of strange how, you know, we turn into very unpleasant beings. Yeah. All of us, you know, that I've ever seen. Absolutely. I actually did give that in my in my training sessions. There's there's a large body of neuroscience and psychology research where, you know, they 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 image the threat centers on our brain, which is the exact same centers that when we have physical pain or we're in danger from a snake, it's the same like neural networks. And that gets activated also when we experience social threat. So social threat and uh, physical threat are very, very like overlapping. Um, almost the same brain brain parts and they show examples of people um, activating their social threat by showing them really threatening hostile faces and so then they use these you see their threat centers go up and then in another condition they show just like strangers hugging and giving care and people um, you know taking care of each other just stranger photos they don't say anything they, they just show that first and then they show the hostile photos and then people's like uh, dangerous centers of the brain don't activate like barely at all. So it's so protective, just all these things we can do to show care, empathy, have a huge impact on the state that we're in, which then affects you know, how we can respond and how receptive we are to what's going on. And also even our ability to think, like lots of studies showing that yeah. our ability to receive empathy, identify our feelings and needs, you know, link ourselves to core values and our sense of meaning in difficult situations. Once we're able to do that, the threat activation goes down and then we're actually, people are able to solve more problems and have mm -hmm. more creative solutions. 
yeah, so it's it's so real and it's so physical, you know, like it's in our biology that right now we're in like emergency state and, you know, we just need to put out the fire. I have this image also of, you know, trying to talk to someone when they're triggered or you're triggered is like talking like talking to them while they have a fire in their living room and like they're just trying to put that out. And if you're using judgments, you're like throwing, I don't know, grenades into their living room and hoping that they're going to listen to you and not be like worried about yeah, or logic you're like hey now let me explain the logic here's what yes, i said and there's yes. a fire burning it's like we, i can't hear <laughs> <Exactly>. your logic <laughs> yeah, exactly that's a great exactly. analogy that's exactly, exactly how it is yeah yeah, yeah. all they can you... perceive are threats there's you know yes. it's a threat it's i'm a threat so only thing i can hear is if anything that you say is a threat to me that's what i'll respond to and you know yes yes you're on hyper vigilance toward threat and your brain is on that setting yeah and we're completely different people when we're in different states. I yeah. mean, what we hear, what we're capable of responding to, our immediate reactions diff are completely different depending on how we're feeling. Wow. So the day that AI can do emergency empathy, that's like, like, because a lot of times, you know, something happens and it's not the right time or the right moment or we can't think of enough to do NVC in this moment. Maybe it's a coworker say something in passing or it's your boss. And now you're left with all this like turmoil. It's running through your head. And I, I do recommend doing NBC in yourself, but that can be a little challenging. But if you had like AI, you can just like, okay, this is what just happened. And AI yeah. was like, are you this? Are you this? Like, you know, that would really be amazing. I'm excited. Yeah. This is what a great start. What a great tool for humanity. Because I, I, I know I'm leaping ahead and you said it's not there yet, but that's obviously where it's going to go, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's where it has to go. Yeah. 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 Do you find when the do you, when you I find it really interesting what you mentioned about the specific guesses when giving emergency empathy. And so you find that goes a lot further than just what Marshall Rosenberg initially suggests, which is just feelings and needs guesses to actually have specific yeah. interpretations. Yeah, Yeah. I think in the, like it's a process. I, I, I feel like doing emergency empathy is usually a process. You, you usually do not nail it on the very first try. Right. So I think on the first try, it's OK just to be be not so super specific mm -hmm. see what's going on but then as you're like that feeling of like okay i'm gonna be calm even if i'm triggered and and they're no i'm doing something they, they know it's you know what i mean they, when, when you're doing it in the real world they kind of know yeah at least a little bit but but and and so that's when it's really precarious for a few moments yeah when they're kind of aware that you're doing something and and you're gonna do it anyway and you're speaking slower so that's when it's like, okay, if you, if you, if you repeat yourself in like a pattern, they're gonna be like, what are you doing? And if you're too vague, it gets boring because it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're like specific, it just cuts through everything because the yeah. brain can latch onto it, and then they go, and then, and then if it's wrong, they want to correct you because they know exactly yes. what you meant. But if you're vague, they don't really know what you mean. They don't really know if you're wrong or right, but they don't trust that you really care. And you, you know, it's like I don't know what's going on. Just, just stop go you know or they'll talk about or they'll like respond in a way that's not even the question you asked but if you're specific it, it's it just it, it makes so many things happen at once they know what you're talking about they want to reply that your specific specificity brings more specificity so now you understand more and it just it's like a yeah it's like a cheat code to really just cutting through what it could be a half an hour mm -hmm. conversation to like five minutes and really yeah doing. yeah 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 i know it's it does definitely just cut through to what's important mm -hmm. yeah yeah. And what you're saying is you're kind of very specific about describing 
what led to the unmet need. Is that what you mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. like if someone say someone's not talking, and mm -hmm. it's okay, you're like, hey, um, I noticed you haven't said much in this car drive for the past twenty minutes. Yeah, is something bothering you? So that's pretty vague, right? And they're yeah. like, no, no, nothing's bothering me. And you're like, okay, you know, there's something bothering me. So then you go, okay, um, are you feeling frustrated because I didn't? stop at that gas station um when you asked because they're the only ones that have the candy bar that you like right right boom that's specific <laughs> and, and and they're gonna respond you know what i mean it's just like it's just, it's like it's utilizing human nature you were so specific i have to answer that i could that'd be hard to yeah. <laughs> <just like. laughs> no it was a soft drink that i wanted I would love to share my experience on emergency empathy. Absolutely. I'm absolutely in love with that episode or a couple of episodes and I want to promote your work. And then I've bought um, 50 plus copies of the book um, that you have the art of on, on violence communication. It's a nice plug for it. But in my experience, it can actually backfire. In a few occasions, they, when I make a very specific guess, and some people were triggered. It's like, why don't you just ask me? Why are you making so many assumptions? So sort of my next iteration of it is to add, is to pad it with alternative. So back to your example of, are you upset because um, your team lost 3-1 yesterday? And add some padding of, or, or, is, it, or is it because of the, um, because we couldn't buy, buy cash brown in the canteen this morning or something else or am i completely off kind of had it a little bit so that to give the other um to just soften it it, it works very well for me it mm. we can we can be both specific and vague at the same time in the same sentence just by adding a little all and with that padding um that seems to have dramatically the uh decrease the number of people who are triggered by my very specific guess. Interesting. I never really tried that. Um, I could see how it could work. I guess as long as you're doing, whenever I'm teaching students, a lot of times I don't, I tell them to not add things because things can easily get confusing and people get lost. And then, and then they start, and then they respond, and you're like, I'm not sure if you're responding to the first thing I said, the second thing, or the third thing. But if you're very, it depends on how you do it, right? And if it's working for you, then 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 do actually, it. I'll just correct what I said. I'll just I'll modify what I said, and actually just add the word or something else. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it because your team lost uh, three nails or something else? This yes. or something else. Um, seems to have done the trick. I don't know the psychological reason behind it, but it's worked very well in my experience. Hmm. Yeah, that means that people are included, right? Because if I hear you see a multiple choice test, I'm like, no, there's none of the answers are me, you know, but then it has other. It's like, oh, there's me. I'm, I'm included now, right? So I think it could have that effect, depending on how close your guess is. Right? So you can meet the needs for inclusion. Yay. Uh -huh. It depends uh, how close the guest is and also, you know, how close I think you are as people and how much they have a, you know, might have a feeling that if you have a history of, you know, potentially like having guesses that are far off, then, then you know, all these contexts could affect how sensitive someone is. I mean, a wrong guess 
in theory, I can see how that could be triggering, like a, a really wildly off guess, right? It's just giving someone a present that so far from the opposite of what they would want. And you're like, what? You don't know me at all. How can you think that's why I'm upset, right? It's well, not a, it's someone getting triggered though is not, is, is so, so if you're doing emergency empathy, right? They're in theory already triggered or very close yeah. to it. You know, maybe not yeah. overtly triggered, but we know when someone's triggered, even if they're quiet. Yeah. So, but we cannot control how they respond. So we, no. we, we know that we can't, they might, they, no matter, we can say perfect anything and they can get triggered. So if you say something, if you do emergency empathy, I found it pretty rare when people get more triggered when you do emergency empathy, even if you're wrong, unless there's a judgment in there somewhere. You yes. Know what I mean? Unless yes. it's the judgment or some kind of, you know, little dagger yes. subtly yes. in there. True. Yes. Yeah. There's yeah. No yeah. daggers yeah. and no judgment. Even if it's totally wrong, like, are you upset because your girlfriend broke up yesterday? Dad, I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe they'll get annoyed because like, you don't know that I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That was your other best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I have a boyfriend. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Son. <laughs> yeah. I guess I should pay more attention. Exactly. So, but if they do get triggered, the thing is, that's new information that, that you just double down and, and you do another immersive empathy using what they said. Yes. So, yes. So I would say, like, just just for anybody's listening, it's just like never be scared of being wrong when doing emergency empathy. Yeah, You're gonna be wrong yeah. most of the time because. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, exactly, exactly. And it, the most important thing is to to, to show care. Like yeah. I'm here yeah. to guess because I want you to I want you to share and I want to be able to support you. Yeah. Not because I'm pigeonholing you into my bad guess. You know? Yeah, and I guess you're right though. If it's so far off that it's just like. I, like, uh, are you are you upset because you lost the baseball game? I don't wasn't at a baseball game. I don't play baseball. What are you talking about? So it can't be like so far off that. It yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but but it is an art form. So so Benson, like whatever's working for you, I, I would do that because we all have our own unique way. And it's yeah. also a different cultures and the people we're talking to and how we relate. So if it works, keep doing it as long as, you know, you, you're avoiding the, the cardinal sins of judgment. Or, or basically implying that the other person is bad or wrong. And anyway, I, th I think that's the most important thing. Just be authentic and do not uh, imply that they're bad or wrong. They're just yeah. another human being being a human being. And you have different preferences, different desires, totally fine. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there are so many cultures. And, and I guess something else I also often encounter is just because one does perfect NBC is, is exactly what you're saying. There's no guarantee that someone won't be triggered. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a friend whose sister doesn't like it when she asks her how she's doing. Like, she'll just, what are you doing? Like, you're trying to show off or I don't know, something really extreme, right? And then mm -hmm. people have all sorts of responses to things that, 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 are, that are not within, you know, that's, we can't control any of that. All we can do is our best to, you know, not be judgmental, not, not infer, not convey blame and, and, as you say, just show our best intention to, yeah. to listen. And yeah. the beautiful thing um, about it is when someone's triggered, uh, it is it, it truly is an opportunity to, mm. to build the deep connection because all of a sudden now, what was closed and hidden is open. Exactly. And now there's a pathway all the way down to whatever the root core issue is. Yes, that, yes. Yes, and now it can yes. be healed. Yes, yes, it's such an opportunity. Yes. It's such an opportunity, exactly, because otherwise you're skimming the surface. This is actually this like quote, like difficult emergency situation is such an opportunity be to be closer because in this dangerous solution, in this dangerous situation, you have safely, you know, been by their side 
and together like come back to safety and mm -hmm. together you've helped each other you and know, that's a bond be safe that's exactly. a real bond that's that's exactly. when friendships get solidified and if yeah. you never do that that's not a that, that, the, like right when there's when there's an issue and you don't talk about as friends that is the the friendship becoming disconnected but yeah. if you if, if, the, if the friend erupts at you is wrong you handle it you know you're not a doormat but you walk through the fire with them and then you heal it that's a that's a bond that's like a beautiful bond. yes exactly exactly and i have this uh as like a um slide in one of my talks where it's like at this opportunity it's a juncture you know when this inflammation happens or this difficult situation happens there's just no like neutral road you either going to handle it badly it's going to make the relationship worse or you handle it well and it's going to make the relationship stronger you know you're really yeah. at a crossroads wow yeah. that's true yeah yeah you're right it's never going to be the same <laughs> like, yeah, after that. exactly <laughs> it's a choice point yeah yeah wow. yeah yeah that's awesome so with benson are you you how often do you get a chance to use nvc in your kind of daily life these days um, how often? Yeah, I'm obsessed, absolutely obsessed with it. It's sort of my <laughs> how I want to dedicate my life. Amazing. Um, yeah, maybe is it is it okay to talk about my other NVC callings mission? Sure, absolutely. So yeah, on top of um, uh, yeah, my my blue sky thinking uh, mission is to promote NVC to one billion people. I have got a clear roadmap. There are specific influences that I'm targeting is is possible um and then yeah and so and then on top of kind of um building on sort of this overarching mission goal of my life um is i'm also studying um psychotherapy um to become a trained psychotherapist in the uk system and then i have already started my own theoretical work to write to start my own school of uh, psychotherapy called nonviolent therapy actually nice. it is available now non nonviolenttherapy.com to accelerate because what i have found um through my sound counseling psychotherapy training is we don't really need to go through some sort of childhood memories and spend sessions and sessions and do that just to enable um a a son to talk to a mother for example a three four weeks ago after 90 minutes intervention of me with the mother and the son they haven't spoken much at all in the last 24 months after my one session with me for 90 minutes they are now best friends ish and then they are talking to each other and they are sending uh instead of asking for it for uh each other situation and trying to help each other and say so, yeah, really really um on much friendlier term so it can really help and um, that in certain situations well just for this particular case may maybe my new hypothesis is that um with some basic nvc mediation or training that we can eliminate the time for psychotherapy by a lot by 90 95% plus but then to kind of integrate nvc back to um counseling setting i'm yeah i'm trying this i'm dedicating a few years of my life or maybe decades to come to for it to be um it, to be accepted 
I'm starting uh, in the London communities of councillors, and then I'm trying to promote it. Yeah, so this is also one of my uh, one of my biggest passion is to yeah have is to let the counselling mental health world have more NVC because it's so much more effective uh, uh, effective. And then the other one, the other mission of my life is the spirituality side. I really want to create the first NVC church and I've found a way to marry NVC and Unitarian Universalism in the US and Unitarian UK in the UK. Um, it's a very liberal Christian denomination where, which can really, mm. which is very, very liberal. So I also want to become a trend minister so that I can start my own NVC church where I can marry people in the name of giraffes. That is happening. Uh, I, 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 it, it will happen. I may have a tiny congregation with like five people at the beginning, but yeah, it will happen. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the, 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 the church thing for spirituality and then psychotherapy thing to dramatically um, change the landscape uh, and the efficiency of mental health intervention and the AI I really wanted to take it to the next level. Imagine next time you receive um, some triggering text on WhatsApp, you click a button, uh, maybe like an extra keyboard or something, you analyze, give you some emergency guess, guesses. Like, are you triggered? Yeah. Are you feeling triggered by this? And are you wanting more kindness? And then you can also switch into the emergency empathy guessing mode. Oh, just be just turn on the giraffe ears and through some AI uh, analysis sub seconds, and you can say, "Oh, actually, this uh, the other person is a beautiful soul, beautiful giraffe, just having a mad need of understanding or connection or whatever." Then that can really help. So just imagine, like before we send a. Uh, 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 an angry text on WhatsApp or an email. If, how how wonderful it would be if it can get some feedback. Say, ah, these three words are not so uh, rather disconnecting. So this is already um, is possible um, on Diplomacy Dojo slash Message Helper. I have built um, Chrome extension, so you can just literally yeah uh, highlight the text in the email that you're about to send and just get some feedback. And then, yeah, um, to that is possible. Um, so, yeah, it can really be integrated into every part of our daily life. What I want is that it to be integrated as part of our daily mobile experience. Then we can really live in giraffe consciousness where we are connecting with this living energy of need as a tribute to the late teacher of NVC. And uh, yeah, this is sort of what I, and this is kind of taking to the next level. I believe there is a salvation through nonviolence communication where people can be really, really more connected to the living energy of needs. And I believe that it is one path to liberation. Uh, also, and other shout out to the book, Path of Liberation um, by John and I forgot his surname. Uh, anyway, there's the there's 26 scale, um, 26 factor scale. And so I believe it is also a path to enlightenment even. Um, yeah, so uh, it's something very dear to my heart and I yeah just want to 
dedicate every living second of my life to NBC in whatever way. Wow, man, that is quite. You know, it sounds very big, but it, when as I'm hearing it, it's all it's plausible to me because the benefit to humanity would be so significant and practical. Like the feeling of arguing when you don't want to argue. Like, like, you know, like people, like we have, we have love in our heart and we want to have like a loving conversation and then we get into another argument. That is such a horrible feeling. And that's what happens when you don't have NBC. That, that's what happens like very commonly when you just don't know how to express yourself without judging uh, and blaming, right? And, and it's not even like, like all these things. It, 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 we, you could take NBC to NBC level. You can become a master. But if you just stop judging and blaming, you know, in, in, your, in your words, like that will go so far. So, man. I'll just say kind of one visions. concrete examples. Like some of the texts that I've um, received, they're really triggering. And so um, be, I'm actually training my own sort of AI model using uh, various, convers uh, various conversations in uh, the main Rosenberg book. And then it kind of gives me some suggestion of how to apply to a text that I'm getting on WhatsApp or email. And it really helps. It, it, I can see that um, it was definitely an opportunity to connect any situation of potential conflict is an opportunity to connect. And, and yeah, so I've used it um, quite a lot actually lately uh, using various libraries and, and both the code on Diplomacy Dojo and the various libraries it really also take uh, level up my life to the next level and I, and I can only see an upward trajectory awesome and so I want to bring this experience to everyone on this yeah, planet they want and they want it everybody wants it they really I've never met anybody who doesn't want it once they understand what it is they don't want foo-foo roundabout vague flowery language but we all want practical ways to get along <laughs> with other humans you know what i mean everybody can can benefit from that so right now if someone goes to diplomacydojo.com can they use that helper or is that link a little bit different it's app.diplomacydojo.com slash message helper yeah so it's under the app subdomain oh app subdomain okay because when i went to the, yeah. yeah i didn't see that so so after you app app dot diplomacydojo.com yeah slash message helper slash message helper okay so i'll put that link in the description yeah yeah. Um, yeah amazing so as we sort of wrap this up like what what's your what's your grand vision and for for the world <laughs> in <AI. laughs> i don't know how to compare to benson's grand vision my gosh <laughs> the enlightenment and spirituality oh you know i just love it if everyone could find more meaning in their life and their relationship both to other people and to themselves just by understanding themselves better um yeah and if that could be a an easily accessible and ever-present uh skill and uh support that we can offer yeah well you're you're it's amazing i'm, I'm thankful that you're doing this because you know ai is a little scary uh, but but so is technology so yes. I, i've always been the type of like you, we got to be realistic as humans, if we can think of it, we're going to do it. If somebody can think of it, somebody's doing it. So it's all happening. So what are we going to do? You better flow with it. And, you know, yeah. it's going to be some bad, some good. But this is obviously part of the good. But even this can be misused, right? It can, yes. You can definitely use it to manipulate or be disingenuous and pretend like you're a good person. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah that's yeah. just light. That's just light and dark of, of yeah. humanity. Yeah. But yeah. 
yeah. the potential for good is 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 so much and and i can see like to me like i never thought about it doing emergency empathy but now i'm like wow once you achieve that like really and you must not be that far off because you're already like i, I use it a bit and it's like it's, it's pretty accurate i was i was like doing good statements and it was like good you know and i was doing ones that are tricky i was like i feel as if it's like be a little more descriptive you know <laughs> it was really i was impressed with uh with where it's at right now and it, it could you know so i have one of my services that I, I do hire is like i'll coach people through when they write letters and stuff too um but now i'll just send them to the, the dojo because that, that's like it's a great it'll clean it up no matter what it might not give you all the answers but it's definitely going to clean up your language mm -hmm. so that you're not doing any you're not excessively triggering people when you don't when you know when you don't need to they may get triggered but more likely or less likely a trigger yes actually. less likely yeah, you've less done likely. yeah you've done more of your best to make it less likely yeah. yeah yeah and i think really it's just the 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 vision is like can we use technology to help us be more human mm. you know let technology take care of this like other stuff like remembering what to say and remembering the better frame it can remind us of how to be more human yeah especially when we're triggered because that's like our least exactly <laughs> yeah it's a challenging human more monster than human <laughs> <laughs> yes go to the computer who doesn't get triggered yeah and just I, i've one of my latest things is doing emergency empathy on myself mm -hmm. because cause sometimes in work environments it's not appropriate to do like exactly. you can't be in a meeting and someone says something and it really makes you mad but you're not going to do emergency empathy in front of the whole group it's not gonna yes, it's not, absolutely. It's not appropriate so but yeah. just to be able to do it on myself are you upset? Because for whatever reason, I calm down. I just yeah. don't even as I can identify how I feel and why. <clears throat> and just to have a little helper, that would just be like pretty profound. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the vision. Awesome. Well, you guys, thank you so much. I'm, uh, you know, I feel like I'm an NBC nerd, but I'm not the only one. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we're definitely NBC nerds. <laughs> yeah, companion NBC nerds for sure. Uh, I get, I get some people bring it up and I'm like, oh, I start talking. I was like, all right, calm down. <laughs> yes, <laughs> don't bombard them with our nerdy, yeah. Give a 15 minute answer. Can I answer your question? <laughs> like, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'll give my latest stories, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so beautiful if there's any help that i can um any way i can help you guys with this just let me know i'll be happy to um, thank you yeah thank and, you so much for having us on it was so much fun absolutely thank you yeah. for the idea and, and, and facilitating and making it happen i see you're like a you know you take action guy very organized so i'm uh, i'm looking forward to the church and the yeah that's uh, one ticket to get to the next level it's not only human beings that i want want to bring compassion to is all sentient beings. We, one day, I envision a world where we will even practice NVC emergency empathy with our cats, our dogs, and all living beings and all sentient beings. To me, that brings true liberation. And I believe, yeah. and I strongly believe that NVC is a very valid vehicle for that, for the liberation of all beings. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that was my mini salmon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So, um, so you guys are both in the UK. Yes. Yeah. Do you yes. teach workshops or anything in the UK that anybody should know about or anything like that? Uh, I do teach workshops. Yeah, I teach workshops, and they can be anywhere. So it's um, because I do mostly webinar workshops, anyways. So it doesn't have to be in the UK. Yeah, okay. if anyone would like any webinar workshops, yes. Training. A page on the uh, on diplomacy dojo yes there's also a contact form yeah okay 
Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Have a beautiful day. Happy NVC Adventurers and AI Enhancements. <laughs> thank you. You too. Thanks so much. All right.